You're listening to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hey girls, welcome to episode 50 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. I am so glad you are here. I am thrilled to welcome our special guest today. We have Lorraine Hedrick. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. I love it. I love working with you. Before we get started, I would love to have you briefly introduce yourself and share a bit about who you are and what you do. My name is Lorene Hedrick, and I am a mental performance coach for high school and college athletes. I help them overcome like anxiety and create more confidence in their sport and their life. Oh, that's fantastic. Even if you're not in a sport, a lot of what Lorene is going to share is definitely applicable no matter what activity you are involved in. And so like, listen up. Okay. So you're a mental performance coach. Why is that important for athletes? The culture for so long has been, you just got to tough it out. You got to be strong. Don't show emotions and just focus on the win. They end up going back to their rooms or going back home afterwards. And they're kind of breaking down internally, but they haven't got a space where they've been able to feel comfortable showing this vulnerable side of them. I think it's important to teach them that it's okay because you're not perfect. No one is that doesn't exist and just give them a, a way to learn and give themselves self-compassion. And so that's kind of what I coach them on that you can even perform and show up better as an athlete when you're more vulnerable in your life as a whole. And you're even stronger because you're giving yourself that space to process your emotions. That is really interesting. And I think that in society with their teammates and classmates, but also portrayed in media, emotion sometimes is just seen as weakness. Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, like tough it up, like walk it off. Like you yeah. need to get back in it as if they're some sort of robot or machine yeah. that like doesn't have like processes, but you're saying that emotion is not weakness. Yeah. <laughs> Breaking down this almost sports cultural <laughs> belief, right? That's been carried mm -hmm. for so long. And I just love that we're now in a society where it's starting to be brought up more and it's okay. And it's actually like a beautiful thing to, to feel safe and sharing that, Hey, it, it was, that was hard, but it doesn't mean that I'm like this weak athlete, you know, like that I'm less of or something. And I think mm -hmm. one of the main things that I like to talk about and share with athletes, youth, is that you're more than an athlete. And and if there are people who are listening who are not athletes, right, it may be whatever your interests are, whatever your goals are. And, and sometimes we get so consumed in that becoming our identity, like how well we do in it, that we can't see ourselves outside of that sphere of what that goal is. And so what did it, I like to say you're more than an athlete, but you can fill in more than a blank, whatever it is that, that, that you might, may feel in your life, you could be consumed with connected to your worth as a whole. Oh, that's a really great approach. And identity is really important in these ages and you want to feel like you belong. You want to feel accepted. And I think a lot of times 
girls may feel like, oh, I can't be honest about how I'm really feeling about this because I don't want to be rejected. I don't want my coach to be disappointed in me. And so I think it's great that you can then show it's okay to talk to your coach when you're not feeling it or when you're struggling. And I think it's also really important if any adults are listening to be responsive and respectful of that and understand that these are kids with a lot of stuff going on in their lives outside of the sport or the activity. I really like your approach, how it's not just about physical health, but more about mental health. What do you think about that? Is, is one more critical than the other? Well, so the thing is when I'm coaching athletes, they already know the physical part. They've been training for that for years, most of the time. And that almost comes like it's just automatic. They don't really have to think about it. And so for me, I do believe like the mental health is, is so, so important. That's the foundation because because you can get burnout from all the physical work and you may not even know how to figure that out. Like what's wrong. It's like, they just kind of think something's wrong, but it's breaking it down and acknowledging that you're a human being. Like you're not, like you said, you're not a robot. You know, an athlete doesn't equal robot has to be perfect type of thing. It's like, let's break it down and what you are as a person and noticing that you've always been 100% worthy, whether you have this attachment or this label of whatever it is, that doesn't make any difference to your worthiness from the day that you were born. And so it's recognizing your inherent traits, first of all, and then and then building upon that. And we have this, I, I call it ladder thoughts. So I meet them wherever they are on this ladder, right? And the goal at the top of the ladder may be confidence. And we just work from where they're at and take the next step up. And we continue to grow and have them recognize how their growth is impacting their physical, you know, goals that they want. That's usually why they come in, but they're not sure what's blocking them with their mind blocks. So we just kind of take off these layers that they've been holding on to, these beliefs that they've been holding on for so long just because they're repeated thoughts and give them recognition that these are just thoughts that you've always had the power to change if you want to, and then go from there. I think it's really neat that you meet the athletes where they're at because everyone is individual and has different struggles, even if they're in the same you know sport or on the same team. Yeah. I'm wondering what are the most common struggles or you were saying mental blocks that you have seen with like tween and teen girl athletes? I honestly, it's probably lack of confidence and also aiming to be perfect. It's not seeing and forgetting that they're already on a team when they come to me, that they, they start to feel like, why am I even here? And I just remind them of the facts. Like you were chosen. Your coach didn't feel like you were a charity case. And it's like, Oh, she looks sad. I'm just going to put her on the team and, and reminding them that they were chosen for their skills already. Like that's a fact. It's not some thought that they're like trying to kind of twist it into to defeat themselves, which is what happened. So I just bring back the circumstance, you know, the facts that they can't disagree with. And, and we work from, from that point. So that's kind of where the confidence comes in. That's fabulous. I love that you are empowering girls that way. Is there like a certain change or habit or mindset that girls like today listening, if they could just adopt that, it could be a total game changer for them. Okay. So the first thing I would say is start even knowing what you're thinking, having an awareness, because we repeat beliefs 
these thoughts over and over again that we start not even acknowledging that it's a thought and we just think it's a fact and it could be I'm just not good at this or I'm a really bad player I'm not a good athlete whatever it is and you've repeated it so many times that you don't even realize that you can change it and so it's just starting to notice like oh if I have an error in your game what is your thought in that moment and and once you start to notice you could be like oh I'm thinking I'm terrible at this I shouldn't be here whatever it is like just notice and and then the next step would be like is that true start to question your beliefs and ask yourself is this serving me do I want to stay here is there another option? Oh, I think that putting that space in between yourself and negative thought is really important. Otherwise, like that's all you can see that like really limits your perspective. And you're like, okay, that's just the way it is. Having that awareness gives you some distance to like broaden your perspective to see like, okay, yeah, I'm having an off game right now. Curiosity versus judgment. Mm. Cause that's easy. Like it's so easy to judge ourselves. It's so easy to go into the negatives and just let it spiral and think of all these reasons why you're a bad athlete or why whatever it is that belief is that's not serving you. But yeah, once we're able to kind of just even question it, it's like putting that, like you said, that tiny little bit of space. And then we become more of the observers of our brain than just being stuck in it. Like there's no control. I am all about curiosity, compassion, and confidence. And you girls, you're all very capable of being able to develop it, but man, it's the application. That's the hard part. Okay. That's why we have mindset coaches like you. Okay. (laughs) This could be any topic, but what is the most important thing that you want girls listening to know? I mean, I really, I have to just go back to the basics. I have four daughters of my own and, and ranging from 14 to 22 and so if the thing is as a mother and as a coach that I want them to know is they are loved and and of course it's so simple it's the most powerful emotion out there an impactful emotion and if we can just even just harness a little tiny little piece of that and start to do practices that are going to get you closer to knowing your value, such as, oh, I noticed this belief is not serving me. I can step back and decide if I want to stay here or choose another one. That is taking one step into having compassion and love for yourself. Even listening to this podcast is taking that step into investing in you. So it doesn't mean like, oh, look at this big thing. You were loved and think, yeah, thanks for the generic kind of message. (laughs) It's like, what are you going to break that down into? What is one small thing that you can do today that's going to help you to feel compassion? Because it's not just about, oh, yeah, I love myself. Because when we care about ourselves, we want to take action to grow. We want to take action to become who we're meant to be. Okay. That was an absolutely beautiful answer and thought. Thank you for sharing that. Before we wrap up, I definitely want you to share where girls can find you and connect with you. So my Facebook group is the athlete mindset. That's for the parents. That's why I hang out on Facebook, but for the youth, it is just my name at Lorene.Hedrick and that's on Instagram. So those are the two. I have a website too, LoreneHedrick.com. I'll use my American accent for the R's. <laughs> so L-O-R-R-I-N-E, 
Hedrick, H-E-A-D-R-I-C-K. Yes. Go check her out. Look her up. If you happen to be local in the Southern Utah area, she does live events and coaching in person, but you also do like virtual coaching. Yes, I do one-on-one Zoom virtual That's coaching. That's awesome. So yeah. no matter where you are, you could connect with her. This has been an absolute pleasure talking with you. And I am so grateful that you are doing what you do and helping athletes and those in sports and any sort of activity, helping them work through mental hurdles so that they can keep performing as they want to as an athlete. So this has been a joy. Thank you so much for being on the show, Lorene. Thanks so much for inviting me. Thank you so much for joining me for episode 50 of the 10 for Teens and Tweens podcast by Empowerful Girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls. 